So when the masculine energy, like you were saying, you always felt like you were lower than everybody in the room. It's because your masculine energy was low. And masculine energy is the sense of self. It is that presentation of you in this world. So the reason for the feminine and the masculine brains, um, the masculine brain, which is this one, the left one, that's encapsulating you here. Yes. All of your experiences, it's encapsulating that persona of the individual. This part of the brain is what connects us with source and higher self. So when this energy is low, I get depressed because it is a symptom of the fact that the energy is low. Hmm. Yeah. That's really what it's saying. We put a clinical diagnosis on it and gave it a pill, but we should have said, hmm, if you're feeling separate, maybe you need community. If you're feeling self-conscious, maybe you need consciousness of self. I feel like that needs a mic drop. That's so good. That's so good. <laughs> All right. So what, what core is teaching? And this is why this is a message for everybody. This is why this isn't PK, whatever you want to call me, vision. It is our higher self. It transcends religion. It transcends all of that other garbage. Why? Because it's setting you free to fly. So what it's teaching is the connection between these two. Instead of being over here or over here, now we're one and the same. So we have then united source energy with presence here. We have brought those together. That's what core is getting us to so that we can transcend these two lobes and connect them together with source energy. It becomes this beautiful fusing network of fibers that brings these two together and all of the sudden you are not only uh connected with higher self you are able to pull in energy from on the other side and you are able to hear see sense smell all that other good stuff so this is why it isn't personal it's individual mm -hmm. this is why i had to get it through channeling and the death of my ego that screamed on the on the way over i'm telling you what i heard this guy loud and clear as i was fading out and into punching into that other side i'm gonna die i'm gonna go crazy da -da 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 -da. Help me! so if you want to find out like about a stone putting it here on your above your heart chakra is like the best place to communicate with that crystal if you just close your eyes and just set it there and listen, you know, and then begin to visualize like we've been teaching about visualization, visualize that crystal as a being and have a conversation. What's your name? What's your purpose? How come you've come to me? 
what are we going to do together? Because I felt this drawing and I knew we were connected somehow. What are we going to do? And allow that visualization to speak to you. It's so easy. This is that moment where my brain goes, they're going to think you're crazy. <laughs> Definitely not. <laughs> but this is where that separate part of me that's kind of like a bystander when I channel, this is where that separate part is. It's, it's still processing and I can hear it. Yes. But it's not connected to the function that I have right now as far as like can stop it, you know, because I've willed that to be open. I was thinking back to uh, a chiropractic uh I went to the chiropractor and the massage masseuse that he had used uh, crystals and uh, different nature, sounds of nature and stuff during, uh, I don't even, while she would do a while little- While they were working on it? Yeah. Well, if you, um, let me, just a quick crystal lesson, cause you guys will like this. The clearer the crystal is, the more potent it is, which is one of the reasons why diamonds have such a high value here. So if you get a, a clear crystal, it's a drawing crystal. That's the type that it is. And if you use a drawing crystal, when someone has disease or illness or things like that, if you will close your eyes and just move your hands over, the, over their energy body about four inches above, and you just close, anybody can do this. If you just listen, you know, and practice. If you move your hands over and you wait to feel a certain area, you'll either feel the energy. Some people feel energy in their palms when they do that. Other people will uh, see things. Um, but when you get to that area, you could literally lay the crystal right where that area is. And then ask it, visualize. You don't have to say this out loud so people think you're Lulu. You know, say it in your head. Just like we did when we were religious. Don't tell them that you're praying for them. <laughs> I felt that one in my spirit. <laughs> you could, you know, put it on there and then, you know, put your hand over it. I would suggest um, your right hand. I struggle with right and left big time when I'm in this state. So I want you to just, whatever feels right, use that hand. Um, but anyway, you put your hand and then visualize speaking to that crystal because by now you've formed a relationship, right? Right. So you might be calling this crystal, uh, Zagnut. I don't know, whatever, whatever has, you know, happened between the two of you, but now you got a pal, a buddy, somebody that's working with you that contains, it can hold energy, which is why they yeah. put them in com computers and cell phones and all that. So you lay it there put your hand on it, have a conversation with it and say, would you please draw this uh, that I'm seeing out of this person's body? Yeah, I gotcha, I gotcha. The stone people are very nice, very, very nice. They almost hardly ever say no. So you, you have a conversation, ask that crystal graciously, could you take that out please? When it's done, 
you know, you will sense that. Say, would you please nod at me when it's done or lift your hands or do a little jig? You know, I mean, be relational. It's fun for them too. They've been waiting for us jugheads to get this for a long, long, long time. I mean, the knowledge has always been here and it's been kept secret in little communities and things like that. But that's because 200 years ago, if you talked about this stuff, they'd have you out in the courtyard with a bunch of sticks <laughs> under you with a fire. <laughs> right? <laughs> so this is one of the reasons why this has been underground so long. Because <laughs> the uh, patriarchy's kind of been in control. But anyway, once it's done, then you, you would pick up the crystal. Now you know that you have the energy in here. You're gonna switch hands to the hand that is allowing that release of that energy and just take uh, three deep breaths and just, just blow on it, just to, to cleanse the energy and allow that crystal to release that energy into the earth and see it go. Is this, Listen, this is, doesn't mean that I want people to go around and be, hold on, you can laugh. PK said, <laughs> we're, we're going to go you know, this is a mediary. It's a mediary. It doesn't mean that you can't do that yourself. If you just walked up and you just said, you know, I see this and I see it coming out of your body. It's a mediary. Um, it's kind of like when you go to the store and you get to pick out your own toy, you know? You can work with the Crystal Kingdom and they would love it, but you don't have to. You don't right. need it. But we do it because of relationship, not for use, relationship. Right. Yeah, it's so much more fun when you do. Yeah, yeah. So this gal, has an Irish sounding name. Well, and I know, I know what she does. <laughs> I know what her purpose is with me. I know that this stone likes to work on lungs. Do you want to see it? Yes. It's a boulder opal. Oh my God, I love that. That's so you awesome. Can, you can see colors in them. Yeah. So this is what I'm saying. You can work with crystals and crystals will work with you. You know, it's kind of like saying, you can go have a barbecue with Bob or you can go have a barbecue with Ed or you can have a barbecue by yourself. Make sense? Yep. Always more fun with friends. Always. Always. I love, love, love uh, Einstein's quote, energy can't be created or destroyed. It can only be changed from one form to another. Love that. Okay. And this is about like understanding how core works and why you should invest in you. So let's take a look at ourselves for a moment. Close your eyes for me and take three deep breaths in through your nose and out through your mouth. And then 
take a moment just to keep your eyes closed and sense what is you. So in other words, like think about yourself in the physical. And then think about yourself in the spiritual or the energy body and see yourself moving your hands around or flexing your energy body feet. Just reaching your energy body arms up in the air and just stretching, see that. Okay, now, Anybody want to tell me what they experienced just now when they did that? When we went from the physical to the to the energy body, were you able to see your energy body? Yes. But also what was it like for you? Sitting here. Yeah. It's like it's almost uh, as if like there's another me in front of me, but looking at me like. <laughs> I yeah, love in that, that moment of that sounds crazy, but <laughs> I, I love that. But again, that crazy is what I was thinking. <laughs> what were you thinking? I felt like I felt symbiotic. Like I finally felt as one. Okay. Very weird. Like whenever I stepped from seeing my physical and seeing my like energy body, I felt like I came home like it was a feeling of just like that's where I needed to be or that's where I like that's my true self I don't know how to explain that cool I don't know cool I love it I love it anybody else I saw like all black and like the outlining of my body was like neon pink and blue and green and I could just feel it stretching out. But the weirder thing was I could feel like this heat coming out of my ear, particularly the right ear. That's going to be interesting for tonight. Good. I love it. So for me, mine was kind of like that. It was like at first when you said, look at you, I saw me from outside of me kind of like you guys are explaining, like it was like I was looking at myself and I noticed some energy like um, behind my back and I was like, oh, okay. So I went into this, uh, into the spirit, I guess. I don't know, like into a different space of me. Cause then when you started talking about move your energy body, I was like, whoa, I didn't realize how much I already do this and leave my body. And when you were like, I was like, wait a minute though. Like, don't I want to go back? I, I was way bigger. And then when you're like, look at your feet, my feet didn't really look like feet. They looked more like bright blue tentacles, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. It was interesting. Like maybe some Jar Jar Binks type feet. I'm not quite sure. Interesting. Interesting. It, uh, was there a color? It was like um, sky blue. Okay, important to note that, right? Important to note that. Um, we have the rainbow within us that goes from the base of our tailbone up to our head. There's a rainbow. 
And each one of those colors does something in our bodies. So each one of those colors is very significant when we talk about the energy body. All right, so neat exercise, right? And it was only what, like a minute? It wasn't that long. And what happens is, is you begin to be aware of the um, inner you, the energy you, okay? If we look at ourselves and we do that, we're interacting with this uh, physical container and that is earth, right? I mean, we're actually an energy body being within a physical earth container. So the energy that we have in us can't be destroyed, can't be created. And I had this conversation with Peter, the guy that made us the core sign, which is like five feet away from me right now. Um, he said something really profound. He said, have you ever thought about the fact that at one time, all of you was in a body that was the size of a baby? And I took it a little further and I thought the moment the cell divided, the moment the sperm met the egg, you and all your fullness were there. Your energy being was tethered here. Wow. Teeny tiny, eeny weeny. Tethered here. And it began to do this. And as it drew in breath from that energy side, it began to build girth on this side. It was literally you transporting yourself from the ethereal to the physical. Mm. Every beat of your heart. Every beat of your heart. Now I want to jump back to the heart visualization that we did together. And I want to take you down to that chamber of gifts just for a second. I now kind of call it the chamber of potentials. And there, here's the reason, because I've seen something else with this. If you were to put a mirror in there and look at yourself in that chamber of gifts, chamber of potentials, right? Possibilities. I want you to consider this in the energy body there is a cloning factory right there there's a cloning factory right there and 60 to 80 times a minute wait a minute yeah that's how many times your heart beats right 60 to 80 times a minute, you are being recreated. What new thing have you learned? What new thing have you gained? What did you lose? You are being created. Do I have that time frame right? Uh, yeah, it says 60 to 100 beats per minute. We are talking about your energy body, that beautiful part of you. And in your heart, it is recreating you 60 to 80 times, 60 to 100 times 
a minute, allowing you to recreate you. That to me speaks volumes. I don't know about you guys. Mm. Gotta start putting more emphasis into that good stuff. <laughs> so you grew as a baby. The essence of the energy of you was fully present the second you were created, the second the suburban met the egg, all of you was, was connected to this realm. There's a pinhole in the fabric of time and you're coming. You're coming through. You grow by gaining mass and substance from the earth. But what pattern does it know to adjust itself to? You're an energy being. Can we cut out a part of you out of your brain? The energy that is you is coming from the other side and it's pulling and gathering the energy here. Do you see that? It's pretty magical, I think. Okay. So the separate you or the left brain was also present. It was gaining understanding of a separate self or identity and that was growing as well. The experience of the separate self is carried in the masculine energy brain primarily. There's a little bit of a weaving that occurs in the feminine brain as well. So that energy kind of flows through the body in different ways, the masculine and the feminine energy. Mm -hmm. This is your aura before meditation and after meditation. Is anybody struck by that image? Me too, me too. What's happening when you meditate? Opening up blockages. Yeah. And you're closing your eyes. You're going inward. You're visualizing. Mm -hmm. Look what's happening in your energy body. If they can record this scientifically now, you know what I'm telling you is the truth. When you spend time in visualization, look at what it's doing to the energy around your body. It's shoring it up. That's pretty cool. It's very empowering. Thank you, Katie. I love that. It helps you to understand how important it is to go inward, right? Can we do a little experiment? Of course. Can, can you stand? If you cannot, it's okay. Can you stand to the point where you can hang your arms down and you can actually see your hands on the screen? So I want you to take your hands and just wiggle your hands. Left and right, just loosely wiggle your hands and look at the camera. Do you notice anything different? between your hands and the way they move. Now I would like you to try this. Move your hands in a clockwise direction, both of them at the same time. Move them around like this in a clockwise direction. Are they in sync? All right, now 
take your the same hands and switch them. Do one in one direction and one in another. Watch this. Do you find that difficult or is that easy? Now switch directions with both hands. Do you find that difficult or do you find it easy? Easier. Okay, by watching yourselves, did you guys see a variance between the two sides? Your literal hand is actually looser and it's not my dominant hand. Wow. And, and so that's your feminine energy feels looser? Yes. Okay. What is that speaking to you? Well, it tells me that that masculine energy is much more rigid. <laughs> okay. At least in your body, right? Correct. Yeah. Yeah. So these are ways to, to witness the energy flow. So going back to this, you know, before meditation, after meditation, right? If you realize how, how beneficial meditation is with visualization, suddenly you want to give it a higher priority. Okay. Uh, to be in this world and in balance requires one to have a balance of give and take consumption and expulsion. We balance the physical by bringing all into balance spiritually. We tend to think it's the other way around. I'll be happy if I win the lottery, as if the accumulation of all that you consider central to happiness will actually bring happiness. So what do you think? When you invest in the self, would not that be the highest price one could pay? Are you not valuable? Are you not more valuable than a million dollars? It's just paper assigned value through man's currency. What of the currency of the soul? Are we not struck by the value of presence when presence is no longer here? Do we not assign a limitless value to access those who have crossed over? How much more are you worth? You, the same value that you place on a moment in time with a loved one who's passed is the value you can afford to place upon the unseen world of you. For every investment we make in the physical perishes with the physical. You are eternal and the reward of an eternal investment is eternal. So I encourage you to see these visualizations as energy constructs. Anything we focus our energy consciousness on will produce. Like it does when one feels to call their sister and the sister says, how did you know? Like it does when the athlete visualizes themselves winning going over it, over it, over it in their mind. And they tell you when they get the gold medal that that's what they did. Like it does when a child looks up at you and says they know you'll be okay and suddenly you believe. When we invest in the unseen, there is benefit. When a woman gets pregnant, she believes a stick and a blood test. 
Yet where's the baby? Nobody mocks her. They don't rebuke her. They don't even consider it unless they're really mean-spirited, right? So weeks go by and she is suddenly investing in her energy body. She's speaking to an unseen, unheard energy body. Think about that. She's planning for change in her life. She thinks of the financial, the social, the spiritual, the physical, the emotional. The sexual expression of a being she has no clue exists other than on the word of others and maybe a sensing. She invests time every single day from the moment she knows. Why? There's a relationship there, one that makes that child precious, meaningful, and important. They're of great value, even though they're unseen and unheard. She speaks to the invisible. She sings, she imagines with the invisible. She sees herself with the baby, holding it, caring for it. And then it becomes a girl and she gets a name and hears, you know, singing from the mom. What if you saw yourself in your energy body as a part of you that is unseen and unheard yet exists? What if you took the time to walk its halls and swim in its oceans to build a relationship with divine you, higher self you? What if the mother sensed something was wrong with that invisible child? Would she not drop everything to call and see a doctor to make sure all was well? How much more should we who are aware of the wounds of our lives take the time to invest in us? I think that that's like everything that I do in my daily work, but it's so strange and crazy how, again, we do that for others, but we don't take that time for ourselves and recognize our own self-worth. And it's like, we can tell other people how to do self-care, how to love on themselves or find resources but when it comes to us it's like we totally forget it is that love that understanding that we're just as valuable as that little bitty baby right we're just as valuable um as the person that has crossed over that we just want five more minutes with you know we don't think about the fact that they would love five more minutes with us Right, exactly. Yeah, and just to, to understand how beautiful we are stuffed into this package <laughs> that we frequently want to change or don't like or are unhappy with. <laughs> but we're so much more. So, I mean, the whole thing here is just an awakening to the fact that we have an energy body that needs our attention more so than the physical body. That's important. And yet at the same time, this art of being able to visualize and move from your left brain to your right brain, down traveling, allowing the consciousness of you, the higher self, 
to come down here through visualization, you have just stepped over into the twilight zone. No, you have just stepped over into your energy body self, your body within the body. So it's important to understand that we have the power to self heal. That's the biggest message, the megaphone here is we have the, the power after meditation. Look at that. That's fire. But we don't want to believe it because cerebral us, wounded us, has been doing it for so long. We don't want to let go of the reins. <laughs> this, this stuff is stupid. It's stupid. It's not real. It won't help me. Well, if that's what you want to believe, guess what? That's what you'll see happen. Yeah. Yeah. We are creative beings. That's our function here and our greatest fallacy because we anti-create a whole lot of the time because we don't understand. But it's because that legacy has been, you know, lost, hidden. And I, I'm excited for one that it's out there. So let me show you. This is what CORE does, right? If we look at these like I don't know, kind of almost looks like she's laying on a cloud like bed. <laughs> but uh, if we look at this, you go from healthy energy field to damaged energy field. What core is, is it's a patch framework of visualization to restore that part of the energy body. It's designed for that. So when we do the heart visualization, Guess what we're targeting? Guess what we're patching? A wound that has come in through that center. Mm -hmm. So core becomes the framework patch and the stitches are you. The framework is just there so that you can stitch it in. It's a patch, it's a band-aid, it's a gauze, it's a tourniquet, whatever you wanna see it as, but it's coming in to your energy body. And as you visualize, and we're, when we're sitting here and we're going, okay, you're in that, that chamber of light visualizing now, and you see that part of you restored. Where is she? Where is he? Is he in the earth, in the water? And you have a totally different experience than the guy next to you, right? Every single person that does this visualizes something totally different. If I say dog, one of you is going to think of a German shepherd. The other is going to think of a pit bull. The other is going to think of a boxer. I don't know. But this is what I'm saying. These are those stitches that you're putting in there to bring that patch into that energy body and hold it there so it can heal. That's what CORE does. It's a repair to the energy body, giving it the ability to heal. You are not going to need me forever. Why? Because it's simple, it's easy, it's liberating, and it's not religion. You can imagine as many movies as you want. You can write as many scripts as you want. It's limitless. Limitless. So the minute you learn how to do this, all of a sudden you're working on yourself. You're repairing yourself. And you're getting stronger and stronger and stronger. But we want to go to the gym and get six-pack abs in one day. Yes. Hoorah. <laughs> I just want a flat stomach. 
we can wait weeks, weeks after somebody that we have never met in our life tells us that we're pregnant. Weeks. We could go weeks. And we never doubt. I'm pregnant. I'm pregnant. I'm pregnant. What the heck? How come that is so easy? Right? Because it's passed into tradition and all that, right? So we don't even question that. But when there's like societal buffers there, we struggle to believe things. So when we did the heart visualization and you went in, I'll give you myself for an example, right? I went into the chamber of wounds and I saw every evil word that was spoken over me, words of defeat, words of disbelief. I saw all of that. And I've been doing core longer than any of you. In less than 24 hours, I saw a difference in me. I saw how that visualization that I did affected me. I saw how it changed me. And I saw it in the relationship that I have with my wife. So it's not just healing me now, it's healing her. It's important to maintain and develop a consistent practice with working on your energy body. It's important. If something comes up, pay attention to it, get in there. I mean, we could do a visualization in less than 10 minutes, guys. It doesn't take a lot. If you struggle with it, you're going to have to prime the pump a little bit to get that, you know, that visualization center working again, because some of you have got some rusted piping. I, I tell you that you've been so cerebral for so long that, you know, the right brain feels like it's a girl's brain. <coughs> Just saying. Just saying. <laughs> so let me read this to you. A caveat here is important to mention is, is that many people resort to cerebral gymnastics to control the inward instead of healing it. We say things like, I'm not crying anymore, thinking that is our only recourse to trauma is to, is to control the outward manifestation. We look for pills. Diets, outward things, when science is now telling us that the inward world is more real than the world we are interacting with in the physical. Shouldn't that be the impetus for us to begin focusing on the inward? Yeah. What's wrong with crying? It's a healthy release. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. So your energy body gets weak, right? because of trauma. Yeah. And when that keeps happening without that healing intervention, your energy body gets those breaches in them that were in that picture, you know, with the damaged energy field. And the moment you enter that visualization process, you enter the feminine energy in the brain, and then you can detach from the separate self, or at least carry the separate self with you. Let's put it that way. And you learn how to move within your energy body. So when you use those core techniques, you can begin working on your own energy body. Does anybody like even fathom how amazing that is? Yeah. I hope you can, so. You can do it all on your own. 
Yeah. It's empowering because the question is, what are you here to do? Right. Who are you? This is the first thing we do in core. Who are you? And whatever you write down, save that. Put it in a journal, tattoo it on your arm, whatever you want to do to remember. Don't forget that. Okay. Then you're going to look at your traumas. And you're going to build a timeline. And then you're going to squeeze it down and take the top five and start working on them. And once you get there, you'll start moving on the inside. And you'll start to become more and more connected. And there's more steps to core. But the second part is to help others. Because now, once you get you going, you can connect to others. And we haven't got through the you going yet. Mm -hmm. I've only just begun on that. There's a lot to do, folks. So we're going to write visualizations. And I want you to write visualizations. Put it in here. Let's do it well, together. Like you mentioned, like you mentioned huh? before, when you heal yourself, you're not just healing yourself. You're healing those you're in relationship with. So not only are you healing self, but you're ending the cycle of transgenerational trauma. Well, it's like that phrase, you can't love others unless you love yourself. Absolutely. Absolutely. So if we start working on these together, you know, what I call living stories to manipulate the energy body. Okay. The story does the work as the participant constructs the visualization according to the pattern. The pattern is the foundation and the individual variances, the individual's part that allows for their imagination to kick in there their energy body simulation, they create or sew that into the energy body as the participant makes it their own because the visualization started out with a framework, but that framework didn't say, I want you to imagine this garden like this. I just mentioned like trees or whatever, but I'll bet you a hundred bajillion dollars that every single person that was part of that visualization had a different scenery in front of them. So that's when it becomes yours and, it, and you get ownership for it. But the work you're doing is changing you. So cool.